Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters in Christ, happy 13th Sunday in ordinary time. It's been a long time since we've had a um, a Sunday that we will wear green. Um, not, well, not we, the priests and, and everyone else will, will wear green at Mass because since Lent and then Easter and then Pentecost and then was plus a trinity and then Corpus Christi and now we're finally back in ordinary time but as we know ordinary time it, the name ordinary um, really deceives us because there really isn't anything ordinary about ordinary time it in fact is a time of of continuing discernment um, continuing the um, discipleship and continuing conversion. And we learn a lot about what it means to be a disciple, a disciple who is always learning and always following Jesus. And that's really the, the whole um, mystery and the whole content of ordinary time is, is that it is really, it is a time for us to continue to journey to journey the Christian life, and our Lord teaches us what that means, what it means to be a, a disciple, what it means to follow him. And so, brothers and sisters, do not be deceived, because ordinary time is not really ordinary. In fact, any time that we are given, any time that we are allowed to follow Christ, any time that we are allowed to pray, any time that we are allowed to see the name Jesus, and be with one another at mass. Any of those times are extraordinary. So may we this ordinary time embrace the extraordinariness of ordinary time. So today's readings, this Sunday's readings really talks a lot about what it requires of us to be disciples. And also the, the problems or, or the challenges of attachments. In the first reading from the first book of Kings, we, hear, we have Elijah calling Elisha. That the Lord has told Elijah to anoint Elisha. And when Elijah approaches Elisha, Elisha says, well, wait, you know, let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye and then. And then I will follow you. And then Elijah always 
he 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 answered in a way that I was was, was very funny. He says, "Go go back. Have I done anything to you?" you know, and and um and then he and then Alicia he takes the yoke of oxen and and then slaughters it and then gives it away to his family to eat. And then he went and followed Elijah. And then in the second reading, St. Paul tells us um, that we are free. We're, we're not slaves, that we are free. That Christ set us free from what? From the yoke of slavery. Again, this yoke and oxen, this, this attachment imagery that we are no longer bound by sin. We are no longer bound to slavery. We are free. We are free. But the question is, will we choose to remain free? Because sometimes the freedom in our minds, especially in today's world, seems very different than the true freedom that the gospel is telling us. And, and, and usually it is um, confused. What is seen as freedom in today's world is really bondage and slavery and vice versa. And then in the gospel, our Lord, and, and our, our Lord, when, when, when he says that he has come to not abolish but, but to fulfill the law, we can see how Jesus is sort of really thinking back to, to the Elijah-Elisha episode where he is calling his disciples, where he is saying, follow me. And, and then the, some disciples, they make excuses. They say, um, well, I will follow you wherever you go. But first, you know, let me go and bury my father. And someone else says, let me first say farewell to my family. And then our Lord He's sort of seemingly, you know, from the outside, you know, with no context and not knowing our Lord, someone may, may think our Lord was being very insensitive. He says, let the dead bury the dead, the dead, but you and go and proclaim the kingdom of God. You know, to the outside, it sort of, it, it sounds like, well, they're dead. Leave them be. Let them be. You go and do my work. It, it, it sort of doesn't sit well. But of course, there's always a deeper meaning. There's always a higher calling that our Lord is calling us to. And then our Lord says to the second disciple, um, and that's why I have this picture as, as my background. It's, it's about um, um, farmers during harvest time. Um, and, and this is what our Lord says. Uh, our Lord says, no one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters, to follow Christ, it can't be a half-hearted thing. 
It can't be, well, things are going well. Sure, I'll, I'll follow Jesus. But then when things get tough, well, no, you know, I don't got time for mass. I don't have time to pray. You know, I, I really got to focus on solving these issues because only I can take care of them. But no, our Lord is telling us and reminding us that if we are to follow him, if we are to be his disciples, we must not look to what was left behind. Meaning, back to what St. Paul was saying, we've been made clean. We are now free. We, as Christians, we cannot, after having been baptized, after having been confirmed, after having received Holy Communion, after having been immersed in a church, we cannot turn around and prefer our sins anymore. Because we are made free. We are free. We are the beloved sons and daughters of God. We can no longer look back and be content with sin. Be content with our past life. That just can't happen. Not because our Lord is, is putting restrictions on us. Because he's a overpossessive master saying, you know, you follow me and that's it. No, no, no. We, we cannot look back on our past life and dwell on it and want to go back because the past, our slavery to sin will only, will only lead us back to a place where we will be unfulfilled, where we will be unhappy, where we will be disturbed, where we will not have peace. Because we were made in the image and likeness of the one who calls us his beloved. The one who has sent his only son to free us from our slavery to sin. So that we might be made free and be made clean. And we might be made partakers of his divine life. Brothers and sisters, in many ways, we have been exalted in a way that living in sin, living, in the, living as part of the world no longer makes sense. We, if we choose the world once again, if we choose to, to bind ourselves to sin, to bad habits, to, to former ways, it's not consistent with who we are at our core. There has been an indelible character on our souls at baptism. Right? That we are no longer the same people that we were before we were baptized, before we received our sacraments. We are God's beloved. That is why, brothers and sisters, we must not put our hands on the plow and look back. Because we know when we look back and we see what gave us comfort, comfort with air quotes, what gave us um, 
mediocrity will draw us, will pull us back. It's just like this. When we're driving, it, when we're driving and we keep looking at the rear view mirror, seeing who's behind us, seeing who's right, you know, who's following us or whatever it, it may be, and we lose focus on what is before us, we're bound to get into an accident. Because we're, we're too focused on looking at the rearview mirror to see what is behind us. We no longer are seeing what is before us. We are no longer seeing the potential to which we, where we are headed. And then we will crash. So brothers and sisters, on this 13th Sunday of ordinary time, in ordinary time, may we renew our commitment to following Christ in a way that our eyes are set on him. Our eyes are set on the Lord, on the cross, on what is above. And that when we are tempted, when we are tempted to look at that rearview mirror, when we're tempted to look back, may we always remember the words of St. Paul. That for freedom, Christ set us free. So stand firm and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And instead, may we proclaim with the psalmist in today's responsorial psalm, you are my inheritance, O Lord. You will show me the path of life, fullness of joy in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. When we realize who we are, who we have become, and who we are called to be, and who calls us, we will really understand what the psalmist says, that God alone is our inheritance. And, and this inheritance is love. Indestructible, unconditional, and unbounded love. That's our inheritance. That's who we are and for what we were made for. For God. We belong to God. So brothers and sisters, let us remember that. And let us, as we continue our summer, as we continue our ordinary time, may we remember that the Lord is our inheritance. And that we are his beloved sons and daughters whom he has saved and made free by sending his son whose blood was shed for us. That's how precious we are. Have a good week. May God bless you. And I will now close with a prayer of today's collect. Let us pray. Oh God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be the children of light, grant we pray that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, 
but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May God bless you and Mary keep you always. See you next time. Bye-bye. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.